Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Biggest plunge of the year. The index dropped nearly 335 points just a day after registering its biggest gain this year. The S&P 500 lost 40 points and the NASDAQ slid by 90. The first study of a possible Ebola vaccine is underway in Africa. University of Maryland researchers say three healthcare workers in Mali received the experimental shots. And it turns out that the Texas deputy who fell ill not long after entering the apartment of Ebola victim Thomas Duncan does not have the virus. NBC's Chris Pallone. Wednesday night, the community paused to remember Duncan, who died eight days after testing positive for Ebola. He was originally sent home from the hospital despite telling a nurse he had been in Liberia. The Texas Health Department says it is considering investigating Texas Presbyterian Hospital and its handling of Duncan's care. It's raised fears that other patients elsewhere might slip through the cracks. This is NBC News Radio. Cloud may be just another overused buzzword, but the cloud is an effective computing environment that can save your business time and money. Barracuda Networks is no stranger to the cloud. In fact, all of our security and storage solutions connect to the cloud for continuous updates and off-site redundancy. Barracuda's cloud also plays host to our email security, web security, file sharing, and e-signing services. We even offer solutions on Amazon's AWS and Microsoft's Azure public cloud platforms. To try any of our cloud-connected solutions free, visit barracuda.com cloud. Tomcat kills up to 12 mice per bait block, faster than decon. What will we do with all of these dead mice? Tomcat presents Dead Mouse Theater, and the critics are raving. They solved my mouse problem and renewed my faith in theater. I like my mice dead, but dead mice that can act are even better. Tomcat got the mice out of my walls, onto the stage, and into my heart. Dead Mouse Theater, open to the public this fall at Tomcat.com. Tomcat, engineered to kill. One ounce bait block based on no choice lab tests. Time for me to dose to death. This is KCAA 1050 AM. I'm Mia with a quick look at your local traffic brought to you by Big O Tires. Now at Big O Tires, get $100 off instantly when you buy a set of four Big O Tires through October 28th. For details and for your nearest participating Big O Tires, go to BigOtires.com. All right, and quick look at your local traffic. On the 60 eastbound in Chino at Ramona, there's been an accident reported on the shoulder. Please pass with caution. Traffic is backed up. Expect delays. Ontario on the 15th south is slow in pockets from the 10 to Lamanite. And again, from Ontario to Cahalco, north is slow from the 60 to Yarupa. Just a reminder, in the Cajon Pass on the 15th south, the Kenwood uh, Avenue off-ramp is closed for pavement work until October 27th. Well, that's a quick look at your local traffic. Currently, it is 83 degrees here in San Bernardino. Coming up next, Smart Health Talk. But right now, let's check in with D.D. Michaels for your local weather forecast. 
on a station that leaves no listener behind. KCAA 1050 AM. And listen online and check out past podcasts at KCAARadio.com. Keep it right here. More on the way. I'm Mia Mocha again. Smart Health Talk coming up next. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Dee Dee Michaels. For today, mostly sunny skies, high of 87. Tonight, we'll see increasing clouds, low of 62. Friday, starts out cloudy, clouds will decrease, turning into a sunny day, high of 89. For Friday night, mostly clear skies, low of 63. Saturday, sunny, high of 93. That's your weather forecast for this hour from the station that leaves no listener behind. NBC News Radio, AM 1050, KCAA. The utility tax is something Moreno Valley residents don't like, but the $14 million it brings in is something we can't live without. Hi, I'm Deborah Craig, and I'm running for the District 2 City Council seat in Moreno Valley. My mission is to make Moreno Valley a more business-friendly city and first-rate community so we can say goodbye to the utility tax forever. To learn more, please go to my website, marinovalleyfirst.org. Vote for Deborah Craig, Moreno Valley City Council District 2, and let's prove ending the utility tax is a mission that is possible. Paid for by Deborah Craig for City Council 2014. Hey, this is Phil from the Three Guys Ranch. I'm the good-looking one, in case you're wondering. I'm coming to you today about 90 for Life. There are lots of outdoor activities, but if you're unhealthy, you can't enjoy them. Well, that was us until we found the solution, 90 for Life. What is 90 for Life, you ask? Well, 90 is the number of essential nutrients your body needs every day to fight off disease. So if you're sick of being sick, go to our website, the3guysrent.com, and click on the longevity link today for a better and healthier tomorrow. I'm Paul Lane with your AM1050 KCAA Community Calendar. Grammy Award-winning recording artist Patti LaBelle will take the stage at the Fox Performing Arts Center for one night only on Saturday, December 20th at 7.30 p.m. For tickets, call 800-745-3000. That's 800-745-3000. If you enjoy story time, come to the Frugal Frigate, a children's bookstore at 9 North 6th Street, in Redlands. Join them for story time each and every Saturday morning at 10.30 a.m. And also, be on the lookout for a special guest reader. That's the Frugal Frigate, a children's bookstore, 9 North 6th Street in Redlands. Well, that's a look at your community calendar. If you would like to have your event on our community calendar, please call 909-885-8497. That's 909-885-8497. All aboard the Inland Empire Express, 10.50 a.m., leaving no listeners behind, KCAA. Welcome to Smart Health Talk with your host, Elaine McFadden. Oh, my God. 
Welcome to Smart Health Talk with your host, Elaine McFadden. Welcome, everyone, to Smart Health Talk radio show, and we are here with uh, some fall fruits and vegetables, for one thing. I got Mia, our engineer, and hey, how's it been going? It's going good. I got my eye on that pomegranate. Oh, yeah. It looks so good. Yeah, I actually brought this for you. Really? Yeah. That you, is sweet. Do you, you like pomegranates? Actually, I have a big old pomegranate tree in my backyard. Okay. <laughs> That's why I was looking at it. It's so pretty and colorful, and they're good. Okay. Have you eaten any uh, so far? Not yet. Okay, not I think yet. I need to, yeah, but you told me a secret of something about how to prevent the fingers from getting stained, and I mean, you can talk about it later if you want to. I don't know. We just cut it in quarters and put it in a bowl of water and just push the, push the seeds out under the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone did... Uh, Send me an email and wondered about what to do when the when it got really dried out. Yes, uh huh. And uh, I w- I would suggest maybe soaking it in water for a little bit first. You might rehydrate the skin a little bit. But really? Yeah, um, but you know, to me, it, it doesn't really matter. It still works. You know, underwater, it's just a little bit. You know, there's less moisture. Okay. But for I eat it like an apple. When I when I cut it open, I'm just like biting right into it. It is so good, you can't stop. It's sweet <laughs> and juicy. Oh my and goodness! And these are these are good ones. So it, yeah, I just bite into. I don't care if I get a little bit of the you know the little uh, white part that's in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care if I get some of that in my mouth. I just mm-hmm. kind of like will spit it out or something. I just want a big old bite of. <laughs> seeds and I want to taste the juice because it's like, it, you know, it's like I'm drinking a, a palm drink, you know? No, you're right on. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's fresh Delicious. pomegranate juice. So, yeah, and, you know, of course, low in calories, super high in fiber. Where did you get yours from? Did you get it from Clark's or something? Or would you No, from? no, from Farmer's Market. Oh, the Farmer's Market, yeah, of course. Or, well, okay. my, my local my uh, local CSA that delivers to my house yeah, once yeah. a week, uh, she brought me a couple of pomegranates. Oh. And hers are, hers are all really good, so I know. I know it's going to be a good one. Those are good to grow in the desert, believe it or not. You can't just grow everything in the desert where I live. Yeah, so they're cool. a water-resistant plant. Yeah, they and, do. Yeah, they and, actually, and, and actually, they probably taste better. And Mine are like ginormous, and oh, people gotta, will come and you say, gotta "Like, bring one for me." <laughs> oh, then I'll bring you, a girl. I gotta like, I gotta bring you a bushel basket. I mean, people will be. My neighbors are like, "Can I have some?" We're like, "Help yourself." It's our way of giving back. We let well, um, in, case, in case you guys haven't guessed, we 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 talk a lot about food on this show. Yes, <laughs> it's called stuff. Smart Health Talk mm-hmm. because you know, health food has like so much to do with the food that you're eating, and the yes. food that, foods that we're talking about here are fall foods, but they're just they're real foods. Yes. They're the foods that we're supposed to be eating, not mm-hmm. processed foods in a box. And mm-hmm. when you go in the grocery store, have you ever noticed that it's the perimeter? It, yeah. It's everything around the edge of the store. Actually, it wasn't most... until you said it that I knew it. I'm <laughs> okay. serious. I learned a lot from you with your health talk. talk. Yeah, really the perimeter of the store is where mm-hmm. all the healthiest foods are. Mm-hmm. It's the center of the store where they have all the junk stuff, except for like tea, you know, that that's love really tea. good. Yes. You know, we love the organic tea is the one, one that we want. And Numi tea is actually a GMO certified tea. And one of the things we learned on our show here that a lot of people don't realize is even organic tea can be made with a GMO tea bag, the plastic tea bags. I didn't we, even we tried- think about that until you said it. Yeah, the GMO, uh, the, these plastic one, the plastic ones, not like the cloth ones, but Numi's GMO certified non-GMO because 
other organic uh, tea companies are using a plastic tea I've bag. actually seen those and tried it. I prefer they're the... Pretty. They're, 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 they're pretty. They're very pretty. They're okay, you know, but, but I prefer they, their old-fashioned ones. Yeah, but they'll... <laughs> yeah, the and they'll ones, melt. Right. They'll actually melt in the, in the tea, but... See, the reason that they don't have to say that it's a GMO, Mm -hmm. I found this out. Because I kept wondering, how are they getting away with this? Okay. How are they getting away with using these GMO tea bags? Uh Well, the thing is, because the plastic is so refined that the DNA has been changed. Hmm. And so the original DNA... From mm-hmm. the GMO is gone because they processed it so much to make it oh. into plastic from corn, from GMO corn. Because oh, that's where they make the plastic from. Remember last week we were talking to Coach yes. uh, Smallwood from yes. the Rodell Institute who's walking for an organic planet, right. everyone, for mm-hmm. uh, climate change. Because with organic no-till farming, we can reverse climate change. Well, that was like one of the things that we were talking about is that yes. our crops are being used for non-food items. Yes, yes. And I mentioned Which the Pepsi tragic. bottle. I mentioned yes. the Pepsi bottle, but there's other plastic too, and the, like the tea bag is another example. But they can use it in an organic tea um, and not say it's GMO because wow. it's been so processed that the original GMO DNA isn't detectable anymore but that doesn't mean that it didn't come from that Mm -hmm. originally and that's what numi was pretty upset about because they're you know they believe in having a a pure product and i really want to congratulate the consumer uh, consumers union who's been on our show several times uh we've had dr michael hansen the senior scientist from there and then we had jean holloway she is the top policy advisor for them for like 30 years nice so she's um, she's really one of the, the top policy people out there. And uh, they just came out with a new study where, because a lot of times, you know, the natural label. All right. Okay, the natural label. How many people are sucked into buying a natural product because they're think, they think they're making a better choice? Well, of course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, it may not have artificial color or flavor in it, but that does not mean that it does not have GMOs. But what about the natural packaging and the, and the color choices and, and it says natural across oh, it? Oh, yeah. You, you I mean, totally it got it, you right in, you know? Yeah, you zeroed right in on all the little tricks that they use sure. to, like, make us think that this is a wholesome natural product right. when really it's full of pesticides and GMOs. Hmm. And the thing is, they don't have, you know, they won't tell you that there's GMOs on the package (laughs) because it's not labeled. Mm -hmm. But I have to tell you, we got other states out there. I want to give a shout out to, um, well, first of all, Seattle. uh, They joined uh, Shorewood, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota, Eugene, Oregon, Spokane, Washington. And Banning City, in Banning, uh, Spokane, Washington, in Banning City, uh, oh, banning city use of, they're called Nick, Nick, I can never say it. it's, it's like, uh, they're insecticides that have nicotine in them and that's what kills the bees the most. <gasps> okay. So these Seattle and these other cities see that they're tired of mm-hmm. waiting for the federal government to take action against these pesticides. Right. It's right. like, it's clear. Mm-hmm. These are killing our bees. They're killing. It's killing our people. It's causing diseases that can lead to death. 
and um, destroying our environment, which the taxpayers are left to clean up. Mm-hmm. And so these cities are saying, hey, we're not going to wait around to yeah. ban these. They are taking get, action is what it is. Yeah. And I tell you, I get so upset, Mia, because I'm walking my dog and I see all these people out with their bottle of Roundup, spraying it in their yards right where, and right where I'm going to walk. And the thing is that, um, you know, they they don't realize that how harmful well, you that just Roundup said it. is. They didn't realize it. Okay, they see but the then, commercials and everything. Okay. And they don't realize but it. But this is what I did, Mia. There was the, there was happened? this one gentleman. Okay, <laughs> he must have been. I'm saying like mid seventy, mid to late seventies. Okay. okay, and he's over there with the Roundup, just you know, spraying mm-hmm. like crazy. And I'm like, excuse me, sir. I was out walking my dog. And I'm like, excuse me, sir, I just want to let you know that that's, like, really toxic to pets and children, especially, and also people. And there are other alternatives you could use, like, uh, vinegar instead. Yeah. And and I said, um, I've had top scientists on my show that um, I have a radio show, and I've had top scientists talk about how toxic it is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, not interested. <laughs> Not interested. I tried to hand him my, my my business card for the radio show. He's like, not interested. I'm like, wow. Okay. That sounds like a person set in his ways. And Absolutely. You can do. When, you know what I mean? Well, Some this is like my that. point. This is my point is mm-hmm. that because, you know, I can't change that person. No. And then it's not what, personal. It's not you. It's just the way he is. Yeah. And when I tried mm-hmm. to train food brokers about organic, mm-hmm. they got very upset. Mm-hmm. And the the head broker is like, "Are you trying to tell me I'm poisoning my children?" And we're like, "Yes, we are saying mm-hmm. that." And the thing is, you know, he doesn't want to have to change. So we have to change the system mm-hmm. more than like trying to think we're going to change all these people. So we have to make it so you don't just go buy Roundup off the shelf. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't need to be spraying this stuff everywhere. And that's why these cities are taking this action. They're saying we're we're not going to allow use of these pesticides anywhere in the city. So that means that stores cannot put them on the shelf and sell it. Mm Mm-hmm. See, this is mm-hmm. why it's so important, Mia, um, no, on, I actually, on this action. What, I'm going to tell you this. I was, uh, a few years back, um, did use Roundup because that's what I saw in the commercials. And exactly. it made it look so cool and it got rid of the weeds and problem solved. Just spray and Yeah. That's it. And then when you told me about this and what it did to people and the pets, to, you ever see a pet dying? It's horrible. Uh, to the pets, I stopped. And basically or what I do seizures. is I use, yeah, I, I just use covers, ground covers, or I'll use um, the type that help to stop the weeds from growing through, or I just pull them. You know what I mean? But I don't use anything that's toxic, especially with my dog. You know, I'm I so couldn't proud imagine. of you, Mia. What but you- I didn't know that until I heard your show. No, seriously, I didn't know that until yeah. I heard your show. And so for people, you got to remember, a lot of people are set in their ways and they get comfortable. They don't want to have to think about changing something. They get stuck on something. They see it on TV. The TV must be right, so they'll use it just like the commercial, and they'll stay stuck until you stop in front of them and say, look, this is harmful. And even then, they may not change. Some people do get it, though. Don't stop telling people. You still do what you do because some people it reaches. But it's the ones right. eventually, hopefully, one day they'll get it. 
Right, and those are the people that we hope are going to help change policy and, and, and the system. Right. And then it just becomes, you know, like, business as usual mm-hmm. for um, other people. And trust me, it's not easy for me to like absorb all the all of this bad news that I'm getting like right and left. Uh, but there are, okay, well, we talked about like those cities taking action against pesticides that we know are killing. And like, oh my gosh, Mia, it's like so upsetting. There's a big... Um, uh, there's Zen Honeycutt who's been on our show yes. many times. She was right. actually invited to the Dr. Oz show. No, nice. Our little Zen, what? yeah. She was to the Dr. Oz show because they, they just approved Ancient Orange. We've talked about Ancient Orange on this show many times. Despite all of the research and everything, the FDA still approved what? a cocktail which um, – Coach Smallwood from the Rodale Institute, everyone. Go to our website, Coach Coach Smallwood's right on the homepage. Click on that, and we have our interviews with him and why he's walking for an organic planet to Washington, D.C. right now to share research that they've done that shows that we reverse climate change with organic farming. And this is, you know, you think That's about... huge. You, you think about one catastrophic weather event. Mm-hmm. What did it cost on the – we just got a little taste of it mm-hmm. with what happened in New York and oh, like yeah. wiping out the whole oh New Jersey gosh, border yes. there and everything. Yeah, disaster. Um, yeah, disaster. and Katrina. And I was, oh, in, I was in New Orleans one, one month before Katrina. What? And the, one month before. And the, the taxi driver was telling us about the levee. <gasps> and he was talking. He's like, Whoa. you know, the sea- hurricane season's coming, and Whoa. the locals were worried. They knew that levee was not safe. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they knew. They knew it was it was a disaster waiting to happen. It was a ticking happen. time bomb. Exactly. Oh wow! And the thing is that these what Coach Smallwood was saying on the show last week is that these weather events, the pattern is changing. We mm-hmm. have never had catastrophic weather patterns because guess what we've never had 400 parts per million carbon in the air before either no at no time in history mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ever have we had 400 parts per billion of carbon in the air this is a friggin' crap shoot everybody you know this climate change thing we we have no clue what could happen it could be it could be a weather system like no weather system we have ever seen before, mm-hmm. and when we're playing with we are playing with one of the worst fires that we could play with because this is of like of course everything's dry weather everything is like you know the yeah. house of sticks oh you should see I just you know? po- oh you should see the the graphic that I posted on uh, Pinterest and my Facebook here. I made a special graphic to go with Coach, what Coach Smallwood was saying because uh, what it was talking about is uh, the, there's brand new um, there are brand new graphics that just came out of uh, NASA mm-hmm. and never before have we had this information before. Okay, here here is here is the graphic. I'm going to turn it around because I want you to see it. Okay, can you okay, see I this see. map of the United States? You yes, see all, all the, the red. Yes, that is the worst case scenario for groundwater. Oh, look at how much red that we have for the entire country. 
because we don't oh have any gosh. water here in California. They've been they've been sucking it out from under the ground. We've been using up our groundwater because we have no water above ground. So we're using the underground water. And this is this was like shocking. NASA just this is a, a something that they put together from lots of different sources of information. Okay. They had no clue it was going to be this bad. Okay. This was this is like very upsetting to everyone. Go to is my it, Facebook is it, is it Smart Health along, uh, I'm sorry, Elaine. I'm seeing California, I'm seeing right. Nevada, Arizona. Is that parts of Texas? Yes, all of, all of the west new, coast. Up, so up north on the higher parts towards the Canadian border, they're a little bit more green, but anything south of that or blue. Yeah, or there's blue. A blue. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I'm trying to see through the window, the glass, but Yeah, the other one is green. Where, where's the most severe? That you see of the states. Okay, I see like over in the northwestern California, uh-huh. uh, down into Baja. Okay. Uh, over into Arizona, New Mexico, and even like Colorado. You said northern California, even where the farming areas like up in Fresno yes, and see, all those places what, there? That's why I put these two different maps together in this graphic. Because okay. the first map, uh-huh. it was um, actually from um, ni- 2003 is when they first uh, started putting this together. And they show California all green because they show In 2003. That- Right, and, to, and they're they're talking about uh, this is talking about the progression oh, of wow. climate change's influence it. on the ability of our our farmland to produce food. This is what this was about, and it showed okay. the whole mid part of the United States, the worst uh-huh. possible case scenario, which was a minus twenty five percent. So that means the same land, twenty five percent less food. Okay, Whoa. then um, they showed they showed California green, but they were wrong. They were they were wrong. wrong. It is way worse than we ever thought. And this in the center is showing us. I'm saying that all of this is accelerated mm-hmm. way farther than they thought. So they're showing the whole central part of the United States, and now I'm saying this is probably California too, where we're talking 25 less. Uh, 25% less food on the same land. What is all this saying to you? I know you're a smart, I know you're a very smart girl. And, um, you know, this, you know, this is saying, saying to me, if we have, it's the whole supply and demand. I have a question for you. Sure. This might be a little off. I need your honest opinion. I know you'll give it to me because you know the facts of this. Um, I heard a conspiracy theory and I want to test it. Okay. With you, because you would know. Monsanto's, do they have any land or farmland here in California or any of those red zone areas? Do they have anything growing with the GMOs in those well, areas? Or is it all natural, no, no GMOs? I just, I'm just curious. Oh, no, GMOs are, are growing like crazy. They're growing them like crazy all over the country. And even Coach Smallwood, he, he said that he was walking from Pennsylvania to Washington, D.C. Okay. And for hours, all he saw were GMO crops. Okay, this is my question. They're GMO ones. Are they thriving? Are they alive? Are they lush? Regardless no. of the, the drought. No, actually, they have done much worse in the drought. And the reason for that is what we have talked about, the soil microorganisms Mm -hmm. and the whole root system and the the soil's ability to hold water like a sponge. Because they never build up the organic matter, 
in the conventional soil, it just runs right through and we waste all kinds of water because it isn't acting like a sponge. It doesn't have all this organic matter to hold the water in place. So we're wasting. So you're telling me whether it's a GMO crop or, or an organic crop, it doesn't matter. They're both dying. No, I'm not saying that. Actually, okay. um, what the GMOs are doing much worse because, worse. because okay. they can't hold the water during ah, a drought in okay. the soil. The soil is so dead. Mm-hmm. No microorganisms, no earthworms, no organic matter. Okay. That the water runs right through it, so it wastes more water, and okay. it can't hold the water. So the plants do much worse. And plus the GMO crops, they, the, the roots tend to stay towards the top. Oh, so shallow. Shallow shallow. roots. They're not going deep down, Mm -hmm. you know, so that they can catch more water as Mm -hmm. it goes down. Mm -hmm. It's just a very inefficient system. And what what Coach kept saying over and over again, it's not regenerative. It's Mm -hmm. not sustainable. We're bringing in natural gas fertilizer. We, which is causing algae blooms oh, in yeah. lakes we and waterways all right. over the country. Right. Plus, what really, what I learned last week, which was a shocker to me, was okay. the phosphorus issue. Yes, yes. You guys and phosphorus, about that. they have to add that to the conventional soil because mm-hmm. they don't have the microorganisms and this photosynthesis system right. working to full capacity to replace phosphorus in the soil. So they're taking the mine phosphorus and adding it to the soil but we we only have a finite amount on the planet are we running out of food we're running out of phosphorus so we're going to run it well yeah that's are what we're well, running out of food well that's what i'm talking about mm-hmm. here i have at the very top i have current agriculture system on fast track to low production low supply equals high food prices mm. not sustainable and this is what we're looking at we're looking at supply and demand. When the supply is lower, yes, we are going to have higher prices because right. we haven't changed the demand. Right. We're actually right. more people, mm-hmm. you know, so the demand is like going up. So this is very, very scary to me when I'm looking at predictions of, you know, 25% less food on the same land. I'm looking at new NASA data that is showing our groundwater is like shockingly worse mm-hmm. than what we originally thought because we've been sucking it from the ground when there because there's nothing on top. And so we have left ourselves in a really bad position. I don't, you know, if this keeps up, I don't even know. But we do know one thing from... Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What Coach Smallwood was explaining to us last week. Yes. We have to get from 400 parts per million to 350. 
But he said it's reversible. That's right. And we're going to reverse it. And we're going to reverse it by changing the system. Mm-hmm. We're going to change from this conventional system where they grow a cover crop and then they spray it with glyphosate pesticide. Right. And they don't till it, but they're, they're killing the microorganisms. And the microorganisms are what takes the carbon from the air and locks it in the soil mm-hmm. and turns it into their own DNA and turns the soil into super soil. And because it's got all this carbon in it now, and it's like candy for the microorganisms, so they flourish. They produce all this nutrition and antioxidants for the plant, and then we eat that. Mm-hmm. We we eat that, but without microorganisms in this conventional soil, got it. All the nutrition that you could potentially get is just not happening. You're being ripped off, right wow. and left, with conventional produce. It locks mm-hmm. up. One of the things that. Dr. Benbrook was telling us about how in the soil, the pesticides bond with the nutrients. So the plant can't even pull them into the fruits and vegetables. They have to, they stay in the soil and the plant can't even get to them. That's what the microorganisms do. They like unlock, they say, hey, Mm -hmm. come on over for dinner, man. We got like plenty to eat. We got carbon coming out of our ears, okay? We got got carbon, man. We're having carbon for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We got carbon for dessert, your favorite. I know you love carbon microorganisms. Just come on over, man. And I tell you, they are more than happy to oblige yeah (laughs) and they'll just be pulling that carbon from the air and then locking it into the microorganisms dna Mm -hmm. and next thing you know that 400 number starts coming down coming down coming down down. Mm -hmm. and so that is what is affecting our climate change Mm -hmm. these catastrophic events we're playing russian roulette here Mm -hmm. And we need to get that number. We know that 350, our earth is balanced. It's cool. You know, and it, I mean, cool. It stays cool even. It's not getting hot. So these are some of the things. Now, we know Coach is going to be, um, he's walking for an organic plant. He's headed to Washington, D.C., and right. he's bringing uh, this, this research. But there were certain things that when he's going to be meeting with all these different, like, departments there, including the USDA, and there are certain things that I wish uh, would be discussed with the USDA that I think uh, we need to improve on. And one of the things that I think is really important is that uh, this organic, our organic food program, our USDA certified organic program. Now, I was talking earlier about the Consumer Reports tested the natural products, and they found that almost all of them had GMOs. So if you're buying natural and you think you're getting away from GMOs, forget it. The organic, no problemo, no GMOs, no pesticides either. Now, the, the non-GMO certified products, those also tested um, very low for GMOs, not as low as the organic, um, but they still do have pesticides. 
And the new cocktail that's been approved by the FDA, it's a cocktail. A cocktail of ancient, oh, let's uh, let's make a new pesticide. Uh, instead of inventing a new one, we're just going to make a new cocktail. Let's just put a little bit of ancient orange in there. We're going to put some atrazine that's turning male frogs into female frogs. And then let's throw a little bit of that glyphosate, our favorite, in there. And so they're mixing it all up, and oh, here we go. Now we've got a new pesticide that we can put on food and let people eat. When are they going to stop? You know, they're not. They're not going to stop poisoning us, and every time it's stronger and stronger poisons, and it's, it's killing all our bees. It's killing the microorganisms in the soil. It's killing beneficial insects right and left, mm-hmm. the ones that make it so we don't even need pesticides. And that's what, that's what Coach Smallwood was talking about. Wow. When we grow these cover crops and don't spray them with glyphosate, mm-hmm. we, they have a special machine that was able to plant the seed, break the fetch into yeah, a carpet. Yeah, explaining that. That was cool. Yeah, and then it like slices through the fetch, right. creates a hole, and drops the seed under it. Mm-hmm. And so you have this carpet. And so the weeds don't even grow. I love that. The weeds can't, can't germinate because it's covered. Mm-hmm. So what do we even need pesticides for? When we can grow this way, and he said even in between the rows, they just mow the cover crop down. Yeah. Like, a, um, you know, just mow it down like, a, you know, just uh, so it's kind of just, you know, like uh, like grass almost. Right. And, right. and the weeds mm-hmm. still aren't growing. No weeds, everybody. No weeds and healthy soil and lots of nutrition. Well, that's in your because food there's something more sinister no behind pesticide. this, Elaine. There's, there's something more sinister behind this you can't tell me they haven't already found out because a way they to want to make efficient. money on every yeah, single seed sinister. sold in this country and our yeah. system before monsanto's freaking gmos mm-hmm. what was our system our system uh that dr michael hansen um from consumer reports was explaining on our show before is that the universities yes they have agriculture programs right the university instead of getting money from Monsanto, like they are now, huge mm-hmm. payoffs. I mean, multi-million dollar grants to go test their pesticides, how to spray them more efficiently, and, you know, do their dirty work. Uh, before, our universities were, were doing the selective breeding where we don't mess with the DNA mm-hmm. of the crossbreeding things that would never crossbreed in right in nature mm-hmm. uh, forcing dna in there with a gun they literally shoot it <laughs> um, that sounds so wrong we we would do do just picking the strongest mm-hmm. we pick the strongest and we breed it with another strong one mm-hmm. <laughs> and they they know that they can breed okay that's what the universities were doing and they were supplying the seed to the farmers at like super good prices or free and the farmers could save seed for the next year and not even have to go get any more seed they Uh just keep saving the seed every year and they don't ever have to buy any seed pay patent patent fees Mm -hmm. um like they have to play monsanto risk you know like uh what was happening you know like 
if you if you save that seed and you plant it the next year, Monsanto will come after you. They'll sue you. Uh, they've sued many farmers. They're taking land. It's called land grabs. They're grabbing land all over the world, actually. And Hawaii, Hawaii is just, you know, that's uh, that's Monsanto's bitch, boy. They got them like growing, uh, growing uh, GMO experimental crops on practically all the different islands. It's just crazy. Um, and all their their kids are sub- subjected to this uh, being exposed to experimental pesticides that they don't have to reveal mm-hmm. what's really in there. Yes. So this is like getting to be, um, you know, pretty pretty serious stuff. And that's why the Rodell Institute started researching these different farming methods because they 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 saw that. This was getting to be so big that we couldn't fight this. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can fight it is with facts and research. And so that's what they that's what they started doing back in the 1980s is putting all this research together and that is what coach is on his way to Washington, D.C. to deliver is this research that shows not only can we we reverse global warming and clean up our environment, stop eating food with pesticides, all these other things. Not only can we do all that, Mm -hmm. but we can, you know, we can reverse climate change as well and eat healthy food all at the same time. Well, the thing also is, is there anything consumers can do? Should they start planting trees? Should they start growing their own little gardens, is there something that they can do to help? I mean, to me, it's not a good idea to have everything turn brown and let grass die. And I believe green helps the environment. I don't think it's a good idea removing green from all over the place. Well, yeah, and that's one one of the things Coach... Isn't that dangerous? Well, Coach noticed that uh, Coach had people coming up to him talking about all the trucks coming by their house Mm -hmm. with uh, trees that have been cut down from old growth forests. Okay. And so it's the way that we're, we're cutting these trees down by just cutting everything down. And, and then if they don't replant, mm-hmm. you know, this is, this is disastrous, but the amount of rainforest that we've lost, I mean, we're, we have just like, it's just like, you know, we keep, we, we keep hurting ourselves in every way that we can hurt ourselves. But, uh, and we're we, setting ourselves up so for a think, big time failure. Do you believe? Do you believe it's us? You're not doing it. I'm not doing it. I think there are particular people with their own interests that are doing it. There are people standing up and say, "Hey, we don't like this. We don't want this happening." Not everybody's on board with that. Yes, so, but but we we buy into the system. We buy the products. That, well, that is true. Yes, when we're we're buying a McDonald's hamburger, that that beef was grown in South America, and they burned a rainforest down to create the pasture land for that cow to graze. Okay, I got. You. I see your point. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like all all of these different things we don't realize, like Lipton tea, a Unilever product. They they they'll manipulate the tea market so that poor people that are dependent on that money for once a year um, mm-hmm. get hardly any money mm-hmm. so that they can make more money and get the get the tea cheaper okay um, you know just there there are so many things going on that's why we've talked about fair trade on this show 
as well. Mm-hmm. And the the USDA certified organic program, I cannot stress enough. There are so many people that don't think they can trust organic and trust me, they the all everything that they have to go through to be organic. What do you mean they don't trust organic? They think that the people are lying and they don't realize that all the testing and all the paperwork and, and the money that they have to spend to be certified organic uh, we can test anything and and identify a GMO in it. And mm-hmm. I don't see how they, because they got approved saying that it was the same. They try to, yeah, the government is okaying that GMOs are the same as regular food. That's why they don't have to do safety tests. Really? Yeah, that's why we can't how trust can any of this. Same? I know. How, how can it be the same when we can test it and identify the GMO in it? Right. So how I, is that yeah. the same as mm-hmm. an ear of corn that has no GMO? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Everyone should be standing up saying, wait a minute. But, but what about these mystery crops of GMOs that are mysteriously appearing, Elaine? Right. What's wheat. your take on that? Well, we, yeah, mm-hmm. I know, because we don't even know what these people are up to. Well, the, the they globe is always above, they, they yeah. think they're above the law, and they can just do whatever they want. And we have we have things showing up where they never should be showing up, right? Because they've been out there testing right in the middle of uh, you know these test test crops, test pesticides, right in the middle of the field mm-hmm. with other things around it, and don't think that this stuff doesn't drift over into of other fields. Of course it does. Are you kidding me? So I think what what I heard back from other small far, local farmers is that there are a lot of people that want to be a part of the organic program, mm-hmm. but they they don't because it's too too much work to sign up with a small farm. And there's actually, uh, a lot of farmers don't know this, there are grants. The first year to be certified organic it costs the most and there's actually grants out there if you want to be certified organic you can get financial help and they'll pay for the first year which is the most expensive and then there's other grants to get 25 percent off uh recertification after that but the thing is it's the paperwork so one of the things that we need to do is help improve our make it easier for people to participate in the organic program and for their advice for small farmers is quit you know making small farmers do as much paperwork as a big farmer like earthbound farms which is huge you know like or or um you know some of these like you know big giant dairies uh, like horizon dairy and and people like that why should a small farmer have to do the same paperwork as that? Because that they want to burn them out. Yeah, they want to make it hard for them. They're not going to just let them farm the land. And they don't have CPAs to help them. Mm-hmm. They're doing it themselves, and then it takes time for being in the field, so they can't make as much money. They can't work as much and make as much money. So what they're saying is, if you you know you should make a, a different system depending on how big the farm that is. That makes sense, of course. I think I think that that, that is a really good sure. suggestion. And then also, uh, she was telling me that a lot of farmers don't sign up for this program because they don't speak English. And some people would maybe argue, well, hey, you want to get um, you want to participate in a in a U.S. 
FDA program, you have to speak English. But the thing is, you know, a lot of these farmers, hey, if you were raised picking crops, the chances are that maybe you didn't finish school. Maybe they didn't even learn how to read. You don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, but like then making it in a language they don't understand, um, and they're they're growing food that we're eating. So, I I, yeah. I I don't think that that should be a barrier. I don't think it. I don't see it as a very expensive thing for the government to do to create uh, bilingual paperwork. Uh, so that more farmers that speak other languages. And we have quite a diversity in this country of farmers. I mean, well, we have true. Laotians, mm-hmm. you know, we have um, uh, Vietnamese, Filipino, all different kinds of people that speak different languages. That's true. And, mm-hmm. you know, yes, it would cost money, but, you know, that they make money back when people, you know, the, the fees that people pay to be in the program. Right. So it, you know, it is kind of a sustainable program. So I thought that was a really good uh, suggestion as well, that we could get to get more people uh, signed up for the program, making it easier those different ways. And then uh, the fact that there is, you know, these discounts uh, for, you know, grants for being able to sign up for the program. Well, so many farmers, are, oh, it's too expensive. I don't want to pay the fees. Well, if there's fees where you can do this for free, mm-hmm. you know, then maybe you would be interested in doing that because maybe you'll this will open up more doors for you. The fact that you're certified, okay. you know, you maybe you have more customers too. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, again, you know, we're trying to the more participation, the stronger our organic program is, and the right. stronger it is to help these farmers in different mm-hmm. ways. Sure. And um, now there's even like other ways that farmers, because Obama is in Los Angeles right now, and I I am happy about the fact that he's talking to entrepreneurs, small businesses, Mm -hmm. and that they're looking at small businesses as a way to increase jobs in this country. And I say down with these big corporate farms where they're just like sucking up all the land and one person gets to make all the money off the food when we could have all kinds of people growing locally. Oh, yeah. You know, small amounts of food and feeding their family with that food Mm -hmm. and making money to -hmm. support their family as well, selling the food to customers and as a CSA or selling to local businesses. Um, and there's there's now like online companies that help people do that. So if you're a farmer, you could actually go on there and let's say you got extra produce. You could even be a CSA and you have extra produce. You could go and like put, oh, I've got like 100 bushels of tomatoes, mm-hmm. uh, certified organic and mm-hmm. this price. And it's making it easier for these farmers to be able to sell their produce nice. to just an individual person. Mm-hmm. So um, I would challenge the USDA to uh, try to you know partner with some of these people. But if anything teach these farmers that they can ha- utilize this service and okay. how to tap into this service. Maybe, That's good. You know, maybe like create an app. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of people that could deliver this message are people like the uh, uh, USDA Extension Office. Mm-hmm. The USDA Extension Office works directly with farmers yes. and helps small farmers as mm-hmm. well. They have small farmer programs. 
those people should be just disseminating information on USDA certified organic uh, grant programs to get qualified. Okay. That pay will pay the money for you to do the program for the first year, and then you get all these discounts even after that to mm-hmm. stay in the program. So I would challenge uh, the, U- the USDA um, uh, agriculture extension offices and also the public health offices. Mm-hmm. And I actually went through the whole um, uh, a county leadership program where I got exposed to all different kinds of departments within the county. Okay. And the county public health department goes um, the you know the food safety division. Mm-hmm. They go to the farmers markets to make sure that the farmers have the paperwork. You have nice. to be a certified uh, farmer at, to even sell at the farmer's market through the county health department. Oh, got it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, those those uh, people with the public health, mm-hmm. they're out there at the farmer's market one-on-one with a farmer. They could be disseminating information about the USDA organic program to the farmers right at the farmer's markets and also the people running the market. Because uh, there's big databases of farmers markets all across the country. Yes. The people that run the market, uh-huh. they are the ones working directly with farmers too, taking you know their booth space uh, money oh, and I all see. that. Yeah. They could be passing out information sure. to those farmers about the certified organic program and grants associated with it. So. I think we need to do a better job of connecting with farmers, pulling them into the organic program to make the organic program stronger. Because then we have a database of all these farmers in the program. And when we want to, you know, get, maybe we want to communicate a piece of important information to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe we want to start another new program. Yes. You know, where we can educate them on how to do an even better job mm-hmm. more efficiently. We have new new information from the Rodell Research Center, something like that. So um, I, I would say, you know, that there, you know, we could start, you know, really starting to pull uh, these different people into the USDA Organic Program. Now, um, I showed you like the, the picture that I had from NASA, which I thought yes. was really a useful picture on climate change. But I have to say... I was very upset when I went to the um, the NASA website and started looking through there on what their solution to climate change was. Uh oh! You were upset <laughs> with yes. their solution, which is drum roll, please. Oh my goodness! Geo mapping, <laughs> geo mapping, which if you've heard of chem. Chemtrails, cloud seeding. Yes. Okay, this is where we're dropping lots of chemicals like aluminum. Yes, please elaborate a little bit on that. I've heard a little bit about that. What does that mean? That means that they're they're taking yeah they're taking this chemical cocktail. Okay. That they say uh, helps man control the weather, so man gets to play God and control the weather. Oh my goodness! And they will put put like tanks on a plane. And the plane goes up, and they'll even put them on, like, passengers. So this is what I've, I've read, that they'll even use passenger jets to distribute these chemicals. And the Which pa- do what? Which are putting the aluminum, and it's showing up in waterways, on land, you know, all, all this extra aluminum in that. We're like, where is this coming from? 
Okay. It's coming from this geomapping cloud seeding, and it's pretty much these people out saying, you know, they're convincing big billionaires and that, oh, we can play God and control the weather. So these, these aluminum bits that you're saying yeah. these, that they're up particles. in the clouds, the particles, what do they do? Do they stop rain? Do they cause rain? What do they do? What do they say they do? Well, you know, they want they want to lower the temperature and they want want to control the weather to have rain where we're not having rain and stuff like that. And one of the things but that that's was a lot on, of power. What if somebody when we had the Olympics sinister? in London, they said that they had never had that many clear days ever in history in a row. And there was uh, all, the, really? all of these trails. And the, one of the things that you can tell is the way the trail, like, breaks up. It's different than, like, a jet trail. Okay. Or you can see where the trail, like, all of a sudden it'll stop and then start again. Because a jet would never do that because the engine would have cut out, you know. I've <laughs> seen that. Yeah, yeah, and oh, you'll see really? it. You'll see the stripes just going back and forth yes, across, yes. across the sky, and that's where they do it because the jets will not. You'll you'll be able to tell it's different than a jet. Okay, because the jets, the way they break up, the trail breaks up is different than the chemtrail. It doesn't break up like the wow. jet trail, or you'll see a break mm-hmm. in it because okay. they turn they turned it off or oh. back on. Yeah, so the fact that NASA had that on their website, that geomapping was our climate change answer. But you can, that's a lot, you can use that as a weapon. I mean, they may say it's, oh, it's in in good, you know, we're going to do good with this. We're going to let it rain. Well, what if they cause cause it as a weapon? Whenever something good, there's always a bad. It's like a poison in the remedy. Somebody comes with something brilliant, and then there's the opposite flip side of something sinister. They're not looking at the fact that we have more carbon in our air than any time in history. And that that is is the problem. That is the problem. Wow. And that we're not, we've stopped farming organically, and we're farming in a way that's contributing to global warming. Wow. Instead of doing the job of taking the carbon from the air and keep us balanced. Mm -hmm. So if we start getting all these fields sucking the carbon out of the air again, we can start to bring those numbers down because, like Coach Smallwood said, there, you know, That's we tried. Disturbing. We tried getting reducing fossil fuel use, and all we do is see the numbers keep going up, because we're not utilizing the one thing that we have to take the carbon out of the air. We just keep thinking we're going to use less carbon. We're going to get to a place where we're using a, enough less carbon, mm-hmm. where we're gonna, the numbers are going to start going down. And there's just no way we can control it right now with China and all these other third world countries still using coal and pumping all this fossil fuel burning, uh, wow. you know, side side effects uh, into the air, causing all this CO2 and carbon and everything. So. We, we have to be doing other things that are taking it out of the air. And we're not doing the things but, that will but, take it out. Question. Is it possible that scientists have come up with this and they buried it? Come Is up it with possible what? that the solutions to these problems, is it possible that scientists have and they buried it? Are oh, they taking it? Well, yeah, and, we know and, and we know it. that it's organic farming. We know that it's no-till organic farming. So we it's know a, that, and it's a it's almost like a battle, like a like a chess. That or is a war. the answer. That's the magic formula. That's mm-hmm. what we have to do. But Monsanto doesn't want to give up any little bit 
of its GMO sales or its pesticide sales. It wants us to keep eating their product. The GMO seed with all and the, with the pesticide all on our food. That's what they want us to keep doing, like little friggin' robots, wow. with no questions asked. Right. <laughs> so just you know, very informative. Oh like, yeah, and then then they then when we speak up mm-hmm. and say, hey, we don't want to eat this stuff, then they start to say that you know we're like snobby or something. <laughs> it's like oh, we're snobby because we want we want food without all of all of these um, pesticides on it, right? <laughs> so, well, I am I am really excited because coaches, um, I making his way to Washington, D.C. Go, Coach. And, and I hope that afterwards, maybe uh, maybe not next week, because uh, next Thursday he does have a bunch of big meetings in Washington, D.C. And we did. Um, actually, I don't know if you remember Senator Zuckerman from Vermont was yeah, on our yeah. show. Yeah, he actually... Um, you know, said, "Hey, you know, you should be getting with uh, some of these senators here from Vermont. We nice. can we can probably do some things to help you." Yeah, Hooray. Senator Zuckerman was really awesome. Get on it, woman. <laughs> that was like so freaking cool. Yes. And so, okay, well, everyone out there, the best thing that you can do right now for your body and for the planet is to be buying organic produce. And I am. So did you like my outfit that I ha- I had on today? I I'm made this. waiting for your design label to yeah. come out, Elaine. Do something, woman. This is my nice. yeah. This is my. Um, I made it um, out of remnants, <laughs> less than twenty dollars outfit. And if you just make one, start sewing. Everyone have fun. Make something yourself, and the money that you save, you can afford organic produce. That's all you have to do is start doing some other things from from scratch. Make some simple meals at home and don't eat out as much. And you will find that you are saving a lot of money. And you can take that money and have better quality food. And it's supporting reversing climate change, too, by buying organic produce. I mean, it's a win-win situation for everybody. Okay, and please go and find us on Pinterest and uh, our website, Smart Health Talk, everyone, and Facebook.